Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. I want to get to the heart of what I think you're raising, which you've said is his age. Whoa, 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 whoa. I spend a lot of time with Joe Biden, be it in the Oval Office or the Situation Room. Because of you, Toyota, Volkswagen, Nissan, Tulsa. He cares so deeply about working people, about families. Brothers and sisters of the IABW. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Why did the president say, hello, Virginia, and the real governor, Terry McCall? <clears throat> he was making a joke about Terry He was making a joke. joke. He was. I mean, if you play it back, it's clearly that the president was making a joke. What's the joke? You ever notice how men always leave the toilet seat up? That's the joke. Do we have a southern border? Yes, ma'am. Of course we then do. Then how come people can flow across it every single day? We Hundreds and thousands very... of people over the course. 300,000 people in December. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. 844-500-4242. I got a, a, uh, a text here. From uh, 603, Howie, in the Hair Man commercial, did you say Brandon cuts your hair? You mean Sleepy Joe is a barber, too? This is a different Brandon. There are a lot of Brandons out there. The Brandon that's the mayor of Chicago, the guy from NASCAR. Brandon, my barber. Do you think I would let Joe Biden anywhere near me with scissors? I'm just going to touch it for a second. No! Help! Help, I'm running away. I'm running They're going to put you all back in masks. <laughs> 844-500-4242. I was hoping to have uh, a Turtle Boy's lawyer on uh, today. He's, he, he's tied up with other stuff. There, there are all kinds of uh, developments uh, in, the, uh, in the Turtle Boy case. The one that really interested me, though, was that uh, the special – Turtle Boy is the blogger – who has been uh, writing about this uh, murder case against uh, Karen Reed, uh, charged with uh, second-degree murder for running over her uh, Boston police officer boyfriend uh, it, two years ago. And uh, it's just, it, it looks like she's really not, not uh, guilty of the crime. There's a federal grand jury investigation. There are all kinds of uh, stories that the feds may intervene in the case. They seem to be very interested in it, according to the letters they've written to the district attorney uh, of Norfolk County, Michael Pastagravy Morrissey. But the thing I was interested in today, and, and we'll have Bradle on at a, at, a, at a future date. He's tied up tonight, but we couldn't have him on, but we'll have him on soon. But the, they, they've appointed a special prosecutor, a kind of a dodgy lawyer from uh, down in uh, Taylor's neck of the woods. And uh, his name is Kenneth Mello. And uh, he filed a motion yesterday. And he sought what he acknowledged was a, quote, extraordinary and perhaps unprecedented step, asking the judge to appoint an independent party to monitor communications between Kearney, that's Turtle Boy, and his lawyer, Bradle, and report back to the court. I, I think it's pretty extraordinary when you want to breach attorney-client privilege 
You know, that we have a, a, a rather lengthy history of allowing attorney-client privilege. How can you have a, a, a proper defense or, a, or a, a proper any kind of uh, civil or criminal action if your, your, uh, your communications between the client and the attorney are not privileged, not protected? And they're just trying to breach this. I, it's, it's really amazing. 844-500-4242 and a lot of other stuff has come up. But we'll, again, we'll, keep, we'll, we'll stay on top of it as we go. But the, the bottom line is that uh, Turtle Boy is going to remain uh, in, locked up for another month or so in uh, Norfolk County uh, House of Correction in Dedham. 844-500-4242. We pay a cl- couple more uh, Biden cuts and uh, then we'll go back to the phone lines. Uh, let's see. Cut 14. That's what happened. That's how we began to hollow out American labor, for real. Not a joke. You know, anyway. For real. Not a joke. You know, anyway. Cut 12. That's what we call Bidenomics. My professor, uh, well, I won't get into my professor. (laughs) But look, my predecessor, though, he chose a different course. Have you you ever meant to say the word predecessor and your mind failed and you said professor and your mind got into such a vapor lock that you said professor twice when you meant to say predecessor? Cut nine. By the way, used to make beer brewed here. (laughs) It is used to make the brew beer here in this final. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why he's doing <laughs> Taylor, do you find that amusing? It's kind of sad, isn't it? Who's Ruth Ryder? What? Let's hear that one again. By the way, used to make beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer here in this final. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why he's doing <laughs> Worth Rider? Worth Rider, yeah, I don't know. I may have to look that one up tomorrow morning on the official White House transcript to see how they try to clean that one up. Sometimes they've just taken to not including whole sections. They just cut it. They don't even scratch through it or, or put a sick, you know, meaning he said it, something wrong. They just just erase it, erase what he said. Cut 15. As a consequence, we could pay for so many of these investments we're making all across America without the deficit going. And we still brought the deficit down by $7 billion. $7 billion they brought the deficit down. Again, this is the same guy who talked about creating 169 new jobs in Wisconsin. Play that cut again, Ted. Look, 14 million new jobs since I became president. 169 new jobs in Wisconsin. Yeah, baby. How does that racket stack up against North Carolina last week? Since I've been to office, we've created 14 million new jobs. 440 new jobs in North Carolina alone just since I came back. Yeah, baby. 
Today, we learned the economy created 235,000 new, new jobs in August. Congratulations. Mr. All told, we created more than 12,000, 12,000 jobs since I took office, nearly 8,000 of the manufacturing jobs. 8,000 manufacturing jobs in just 36 months. <sighs> Cut 17. We get thousands. Look, we, we, you know, we now have, we, before the recession, before the, the pandemic, we had about 700 billionaires in America. Have you ever, when you wanted to say pandemic, confused it with the word recession? No, I didn't think so. How about some yelling? We need a little yelling. Can, Joe, can you yell something about insulin? Cut 16. Well, it used to be the average cost of that insulin shot a year on a monthly basis was closer to $400. Now they cannot charge more than $35. And by the way, they're still making 350% profit. It costs 10 bucks to make it. 10 bucks to make it. 10 bucks to make it. What about the loud, what about the lead pipes? Brandon, cut seven. We're also investing $1.1 billion in your state to provide clean water and replace poisonous lead pipes. Every lead pipe's going to be taken out. So you turn on your faucet and drink clean water without getting sick. Every lead pipe, every lead pipe, cut six. To date, 40,000 infrastructure problems have been, uh, projects have been announced all across America. The recurring question, have you ever meant to say projects, but it came out problems? Cut five. And, uh, but the trickle-down economics didn't trickle down much on my dad, dad's kitchen table. His gad or his dad? And, uh, but the trickle-down economics didn't trickle down much on my gad, dad's kitchen table. My gad dad. My gad dad. Cut for. We also just learned that America fi uh, filed 16 million new business applications since I become president. America Fi America filed 16 million new job applications. Congrats. Congrats. Jack, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Jack. Hello, Howie. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Howie, turning point. It's a turning point in American history. Everyone ignored it. About six years ago, the last Democratic debate, there were 12, 13 people on the stage. Wallace, the moderator, said, please raise your hand if you're in favor of free medical care for illegal aliens. Every hand went up. Every hand except Joe Biden. And then Biden looked to the left, and he looked to the right, and he slowly raised his hand. <laughs> that told us everything. It, it did. You know, I, I remember why that don't now. We see this, why don't we see this tape day and night on every campaign ad? There's so many other ones. I mean, I just gave you, I just played a bunch of things you could put in campaign ads. I, yeah, I mean, it, every it, day, it, every day there's a new batch. But that's, that's, that is really a, his political career in a microcosm. He will do whatever everybody else is doing. There go his people. He must go and lead them. You know, 
he's he he was he was friend in the seventies when they still had the George Wallace Southern Democrats. He was he was buddies with Richard Russell, Robert Byrd, Harry Byrd Jr. All these uh, uh, Alan uh, Alan Ellender, uh, James Eastland, all these racist senators. He loved those guys. It's George Smathers. And now, and now he's woke, and he, uh, you know, he he says that white supremacy is the problem. That is a really good point, though. It's a, it's. I remember that now. There was they had a wide shot, and everybody raises their hand, and then Biden looks around. He would, but now he's so far gone, he wouldn't even know what to do. He'd just raise his hand immediately if everybody. Uh, uh. 844-500-4242, I'm Howie Carr. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. 844 People are pointing out to me that Trump lowered the cost of insulin. Here's a press release from the government. Uh, pre- uh, President Trump announces lower out-of-pocket insulin costs to Medicare seniors. Trump reduced the price of insulin to $35, too, and Biden increased it so he could cut it. Well, are, are we surprised? Today's poll question is brought to you by Perfect Smiles. Don't be fooled by imposters with similar names. If you're unhappy with your smile, you need to visit Dr. Bruce Houghton in Nashua. Call 1-844-A-PERFECT-SMILE or visit perfectsmiles.com. That number, 1-844-A-PERFECT-SMILE or visit perfectsmiles.com. Taylor, what is the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is... Who most deserves jail time for contempt of Congress? Steve Bannon, Lois Lerner, Eric Holder, Peter Navarro, or Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden, no doubt. 55% say Hunter, 27% say Eric Holder, and 16% say Lois Lerner. All right, 844-500-4242. William, you're next with Howie Carr. Thanks for hanging on, William. Hi, good evening, Howie. Yeah, I wanted to get your take. There's, we all know that uh, President Trump promises made, promises kept, and the three promises that I'm really excited about, and I'm curious to hear which one you think he'll get done first. The first is building an iron dome over the whole country. Oh, come on. This guy's he's been hanging on. This is a seminar caller. Margaret, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Margaret. Hi, Howie. Hi. You know what? we got to do some math here tonight. Um, wh- what happened to those 9 million jobs or 9 million people that are available to work, and Biden's created 14 million? Really? So, we're, so, we don't ha- so there's no unemployment. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Well, I, I don't know. You know, where did all these jobs go, considering, you know, Wisconsin and North Carolina, those are— those are states both have above average population, right? And there's only been 600 jobs out of the 14 million created in those states. You know what? You know what he does? We gotta we gotta do this. Trump ought to do it. Everybody ought to do it. Whatever he says, people believe. He just says anything all, all over the top of his foolish head. Whatever he just says anything he wants, and people go, oh, and they're. Well, I don't think he. I don't think he can read it. I think the 
the teleprompter has the right numbers or uh, some, you know, Bidenomics version of the right numbers, and he can't even read them. He can't read any of the words anymore. You get if you have 269 jobs out of 14 million. Excuse me, that's not good odds. <laughs> don't take him gambling. Well, I you know I don't know if I'm more. I I know what condition his brain is in. It's non-functioning. But what about the people who are cheering and clapping loudly in both? Wisconsin and in North Carolina last week. That's what I mean. What's wrong with them? That's right, Howie. The problem is they're so upset now that Trump has won again twice. He, hey, we cool for Trump and um, and and New Hampshire. Yay! Yeah, and and the two big issues again. The exit polling shows the two big issues in New Hampshire, first primary in the nation, immigration and the economy. And he's on the he's on the wrong side of both of those issues, especially immigration. Thanks for the call, Margaret. 844-500-4242. Cut 13. Cut taxes for the very wealthy and big corporations, increasing the deficit significantly. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. And the fact is, well, I won't get into it, but I don't want to get going. He's accusing Trump of increasing the deficit. The deficit is out of control. He doesn't even know what the deficit, he doesn't know the difference between the debt and the deficit. Anyway, as is clear. And then he realizes he's talking about increasing the deficit. Maybe he maybe he had like a, a, a brief moment of clarity and he said, I, do I really want to talk about the deficit? I don't think so. Dave, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Howie, listen, I just wanted to uh, uh, give a little bit of sobriety to the uh, win of Donald Trump up here because uh, the fact that he only won by like 10% is troubling. That tells me how motivated the other side is. And our participation was through the roof, okay? And it needs to be even more through the roof in the general election to get him over the top because... They're pulling out all the stops. They're doing everything they can. And uh, everybody needs to get everybody, everybody they know, to vote. He got more votes than anybody in uh, in the history of the New Hampshire primary. He got three and a half times as many votes as Brandon. Thanks. I'm Howie Carr. From the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. As you know, uh, Senator Peter Durant, he was a a Republican state rep. He ran against a Democrat state rep for an open Senate seat after uh, uh, Mara Healy appointed the prior Democrat member of the state Senate to a uh, hack job in uh, in her administration. And so when Peter Durant was elected in, in, to the Senate, that left his House seat open. So now there's a special election for the open House seat that Peter Durant used to have before he was elected to the Senate. And it's a, it's a very weird set of circumstances here. I, I'm not sure I've ever seen anything like this before. 
there is a Republican candidate named John Marcy who's who's running. And then there's a guy who's apparently a Democrat who's decided not to run as a Democrat, but he's decided to run as a, as a Republican. And he's trying to get write-in votes in the Republican primary. And I, I had thought that, there, that the primaries would be on the same day as the uh, Super Tuesday when, the, when they have the presidential primaries, which would be March 5th. But apparently they're, they're uh, trying to fast track this election. Maybe they think they can win the seat if they've, they've done this before uh, to the Democrats to try to keep seats or win seats that are vacant. And so the election, the primary election in, in this district in Worcester County uh, used to be held by uh, Peter Durant is going to be, I think, February 6th. It's only, it's only like a week and a half away. So this this guy David Adams, who's who's always been a Democrat and is a big liberal, he's trying to get people to re-register as Republicans to vote in the Republican primary, because he's running as a as a Republican. I think I've explained it. We have with us now on the line John Marcy. How, did I explain that correctly, John? How you nailed it! You absolutely nailed it. Um, that is exactly what's happening. Um, you know, this is a quick turnaround for the special election, as everybody knows. So we have until February 6th, like you said. So I'm doing, you know, things like a Republican, doing, saying things like a Republican. And then, you know, we start to see some weird things happening here. And, and uh, I, I, I can't even believe it. I mean, the first indication, I think you might have heard this before, that, you know, my opponent told everybody he was going to run against Peter before he even won his Senate seat. And that was red flag number one. And and then he said recently. So he was going to run. He was going to run for Pete. Would Peter might have not won and would have been the incumbent state rep? He was going to run as a Democrat against Peter if he if he was running in the in the fall as a as an incumbent state rep. No, he was going to run as a Republican and primary him because oh, he knows primary the district is, okay. hasn't been kind hasn't been kind to Democrats, right? So this, okay. is, this is what they're this is what they're trying to do, right? So, so he, you know things like. Go ahead, Tommy. Yeah. So, okay. So, so this guy, I'm looking at your uh, flyer here. So, th- this guy is basically pro uh, illegal immigration. He he says he's not for uh, amending the shelter law, which is being used to say that all the illegal aliens are are due shelter, even though that's never what the law was intended for. It was intended for American citizens, taxpayers, and uh, he doesn't want to change the law. He uh, didn't take the no new taxes pledge. He didn't. Uh, he didn't even answer the questionnaire from the Gun Owners Action League, and uh, he says we need a strategic plan for newcomers. I think we do too. Deportation would be my strategic plan, but that's uh, I, I, won't, I won't put words in your mouth. So th- this no, guy is is so. I guess I assume he's now uh, re-registered as a Republican. Was he always a Democrat or an Independent until just now? I don't know what he was registered at. I just know he's running as a as a Republican, but he is acting as a Democrat. And it's it's like I said, you hit the nail on the head that he posted on social media today that Saturday is the deadline to re-register for the special election. So he's asking Democrats to come out and vote in what did how do what do he call it a Republican primary, Howie? So walks like a duck, you know, you know the saying from there. They're Democrats. He's being backed by a, a bunch of Democrats, and I think you know a bunch of them. Well, yeah, he's being backed by the uh, the the uh, drunk driving state rep uh, caucus in Worcester County, Paul Kajowski, the guy who uh, was charged with urinating on a state trooper's boot 
way back when. I remember covering that case. And, and, and then there's a guy named Mark Karen who's been arrested, I think, four times for drunk driving. And uh, he's, he actually went to, to a jail. He's a jailbird. And he's donated hundreds of dollars to this, uh, to this guy, Adams. Yeah, not only that, Howie, they are doing everything on his behalf. They're making calls. They're, 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 they're calling Republican reps, you know, trying to get them to, you know, not support me. I mean, they are very, very, very involved with this campaign. So what's old is new again. I don't know if it's a trying to remain relevant, but they, 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 want, they want to push this as a Democrat seat, period. We can't let that happen. So, I mean, you know, what I don't understand is over 60 percent statewide is is unenrolled, which means they can take a ballot in either primary there. But in this case, there is no Democrat primary. The only people that are going to be going out to vote on February 6th. What are the towns anyway? But give us the list of the towns. Yeah. So, so Howie, it's all of Dudley, all of Southbridge, three out of four precincts in Charlton and one precinct in Spencer. Okay, Dudley, Southbridge, Spencer. And what's the other? And Charlton. 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 Okay, so so the only people that could be voting in this are Republicans and unenrolled. No no Democrats need apply in this. That's correct. Unless you can convince them to unenroll or, or re-register as a, as a Republican, correct? By and they only got till they only got till Friday at five o'clock to do that, correct? No, actually, actually the third Saturday, are open Saturday. On Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Yep. So, right. so what are you what are you trying to do here, policy. John? I've never heard of anything so, like this. I, I never have either. I'm I'm running my race. I have strong backing of real Republicans. You know, my great friend Peter Durant known him for uh, 12 plus years uh the sheriff lou evangelitis rep joe mckenna tons of state reps you know local boards of selectmen school committee they're all backing my campaign because um, i'm going to our daughter and the, and, the, and the top issues are always the same we've got to find a solution to uh, stopping illegal immigration in massachusetts that's number one because it causes you know downward pressure on everything else that they care about which is local aid we got to keep massachusetts affordable you know, let's let's think about the taxpayers' wallets for for a change, and then finally, the third thing is is standing up for people's Second Amendment rights, which I don't think my opponent is uh, is a strong opponent of, a strong proponent of. So that's what I'm talking to people about. I'm talking to people about, you know, getting to the to the House to be a great partner with 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 Senator Durant to edit to amend the right to shelter law. I mean, we have to focus on people that are already here, Massachusetts residents. You know, they've used the loophole enough. You know, people are hurting. It's time to take care of our own. Okay. So, what? Per, by the way, what percentage of the uh, of the voters in this district are either Republican or unenrolled? Have, have you done any uh, any statistics? Because I would guess the the it's probably like 75, 80%. Right. There's a lot of unenrolled voters. If you look at just the raw numbers, it, it might not seem as Republican as it seems, but it is a very Republican district, right? Yeah. And, and w- my opponent comes from Southbridge, which tends to lean lean to the left. So the other towns tend to make up the difference. And so he's basically going. He's basically to... going after. He wants to re-register Democrats in Southbridge in his hometown to uh, to vote that Republican. Is that is uh, correct. Wow. 
You got to get out the I word that there's a guy it. named there's a guy named Donald Trump in the Republican Party. They could be canceled. Yeah, they, they, they could. They may, they may never be invited to another cocktail party if they uh, if they re-register <laughs> as Republicans, even unenrolled. Right, but to just to have the you know the gall to like say it so publicly to put it out there, it's like if I'm a Republican or an unenrolled leaning Republican, I'd be I'd be uh, crawling across broken glass to make sure that we keep this uh, seat in Republican hands. All right. So if you're a Democrat in this uh, area, Dudley, uh, Southbridge, Spencer or Charlton, uh, and you're and you like uh, you like conservative principles, you like Peter Durant, uh, you might go down to uh, your town hall uh, before Saturday at five o'clock and re-register as an uh, you don't have to re-register as a Republican. Just register unenrolled and you can vote in this uh, primary on February 6th. And so is so what why do Kajowski and Karen these these uh tosspots as I like to call them why do they uh, why are they so and uh, so hot to trot with this uh your opponent? They I just think they want to have access to whatever a rep has access to and become relevant again. That's all I can put my finger on Howie. I'm I'm, I'm really more worried about us winning this race and you know than, than focusing on them, like I think they're yesterday's news. It is, but it's it, you know I, I I just remember Kajowski. I called him up the day after he got arrested. He had I could hear the I could hear his hangover over the phone. How how <laughs> he was the guy who he he got so drunk one time at this bar uh, on uh, Bowden Street across from the State House. He he uh, he was collecting money from the insurance company in the district and, and cash and giving it to people. He got so drunk, he left this satchel full of cash in the bar and he, as he staggered out of the bar. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't <laughs> illegal, but I mean, he, there was 10,000 bucks in this, in this bag and he was so drunk, he forgot about it. Oh, and now Kajowski is campaigning for your opponent and, and Mark Karen, I think he was arrested four times. And the fourth time the judge said to him, man, you keep getting bad ice cubes. I got to throw you in jail for a couple of months. <laughs> Plenty of bad ice cubes to go around this time, Howie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vote for vote for John yeah. Marcy and uh, we'll put we'll put something up. Uh, I, I don't know if I can get a whole column out of uh, Mark Karen and Peter and uh, Paul Kajowski, but uh, boy, they it'd be fun. Those are those are fun ones to dust off, Howie. <laughs> you know, it's less than 2 weeks away. Need I need everybody's help to keep the seat Republican. You know, if people like to help me out, go to the website, marcyforstaterep.com, M-A-R-S-I-F-O-R, staterep.com. Reach me out, and uh, let's get this done. Where did, where did, where's Labeef? Really Marcy, where, John Marcy, where's Labeef stand in this? A more recently uh, arrested, uh, drunken Worcester County Democrat. <laughs> I think he has failed to comment. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably part. He may still be on probation. All right. He may he may not be allowed to associate with uh, people like uh, Kajowski and Karen. So if you like drunk driving Democrats in Worcester, you can uh, vote against uh, 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 John Marcy in the primary. It's February 6th. It's a weird thing. Only Republicans, sure no Democrats. Thank you, John Marcy. 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr. Become a Howie Car Show super fan. Subscribe to Howie's newsletter and you'll get the latest news, columns, cheap bastard deals, and other special offers from the Howie Car Show. Just enter your name and email at HowieCarshow.com.
The Emperor of Hate, Alicar, is back. 844-500-4242. Uh, people will say, how the hell did this guy get to run as a Republican? How in God's name does the Republican Party allow a Democrat in just to win an election and promote Democrat ideology as a Republican? How the bleep does that happen? There's a couple people texted pretty much the same thing. They, there's not a litmus test when you when you run. The litmus test is imposed by the people who vote, the Republicans and the unenrolled. And uh, as long as you're a registered Republican, and apparently this other guy from Southbridge is a registered Republican, despite the fact that he loves illegal aliens, or he supports the plan to take care of them, quote unquote, and won't answer the gun owners action league questionnaire, he can still register as a Republican. But it's, it just doesn't seem to make sense. Wouldn't you think that he would want to in, a, in in Massachusetts, even in a Republican-leaning district, you would think he would want to just go register as a Democrat, run unopposed, and then take him on in what might be a big turnout or a bigger turnout in, uh, in on Super Tuesday. It, it, we'll see how big the turnout's actually going to be. It may be pretty minuscule, come to think of it. 844-500-4242, By the way, uh, at our uh, at the Howie Car Show dot uh, com store, Howie Car Show dot com store, we still have some uh, cheap bastard deals from yesterday. Uh, the Nutray meal plans you can get uh, healthy, fresh, not frozen, prepared meals delivered to you to your door every week by uh, the people from uh, Toscana's Italian restaurants in. Uh, Peabody. It's it's great, great healthy food, and you can get all kinds if, if for diabetic, uh, low cal, low carb, whatever. Uh, check it out at uh, Go Nutro Nutre. That's Go N U T R E. dot com. If you want to check it out, but it's a great deal. We have hundred dollar gift certificates for just fifty bucks. They have five thousand subscribers up and down the East Coast. And uh, 20 states, it's available in 20 states. And so it's a, you probably know someone who's getting the uh, Nutray meals, but uh, check it out. We also have uh, in Grace's Goodies, Calitrin Healthy Weight Loss Supplements, which uh, uh, Grace's producer, Jared, has used to lose 14 pounds over the last year, two and a half inches off his website. You can also get Paperboy, my book, uh, read all about it. You got all kinds of great stuff. Go to howiecarshow.com and uh, click on store, howiecar show.com click on store but new tray uh, meal plans are uh, really good they're going to be a uh, they you'll you'll like it and check check out again new tray go new tray n-u-t-r-e.com and check out all the great meals they have and you can pick it up tonight i, I want to play a cut from uh, sean fain you know uh biden got the endorsement yesterday from the united auto workers but the fact is, the United Auto Workers know that if uh, Biden's reelected, that'll be the end of the United Auto Workers because they want to destroy uh, internal combustion uh, automobiles. They want to have, uh, they, and they need fewer people to to build the EVs, and all the parts are going to come from China. So Sean Fain was on uh, with uh, Neil Cavuto when he was asked about. Uh, despite the endorsement, who his members would be voting for. Cut 17. Many of your own members now, Sean, are, are very big Trump supporters. I don't know the breakdown. You know that far better than I. <laughs> but that a, a good many of them are at Trump rallies and are MAGA enthusiasts. How do you feel about that? 
Look, every that's what makes this country, you know, uh, a beacon for other countries. You know, it's it's democracy in action. Um, look, let me be clear about this. <laughs> A great majority of our members will not vote for President Biden. Uh, yes, a great some will. majority. Uh, but that's the reality of this. Uh, the majority of our members are going to vote their paychecks. They're going to vote for an economy that works for them, and they're going to vote for a president. When you look at these two presidents, the choice is very clear about which one stands up with the working class and stands up for labor, and which one stands for the billionaire class, huh? and that's his base. Well, that, that was totally contradictory, what he just said. He said they're gonna, his, his membership's going to vote for Trump, didn't he? Okay, this is Charles. Uh, we don't, we'll, we'll go out with this one. Charles Payne on Fox talking about who the real candidate of the hate of hate is. Charles Payne from Fox Business, Cut 18. We'll yeah, and, and, and I don't think it's narcissism. I think if it's, you've lived in New York long enough. You know it's maybe a New York thing. Someone punches you, you punch him back harder. That's the way I grew up in Harlem. Not so, if the country's at stake, right? He won. He became president of the United States uh, with that same personality. I, I don't think that, you know, he, listen, I think it's worse with Biden calling MAGA. Biden's anger and vitriol and hatred for MAGA it's far more worse than President Trump's individual battles with someone who crosses him. Charles Payne. See you tomorrow. I'm Howie Carr.